guys, welcome back to another episode of the Spotless Minds Podcast. It's your host, Olivia Jonell, and I am with my healing sister, my, oh my everything. We have known each other for how many years, girl? It's been like five years. Five years. Yes. Heart of Malele is in the building um, I am so excited to be here with you today because we met when I had first started this whole like healing journey thing, this whole like space and to see us here at this point still doing it and now growing our own businesses from it is just like wow it's full circle it's like it really is I'm really glad that we met that weekend too that was a that was a it, special week it was still probably like one of my top three most memorable moments like I feel like we met well let me let the people know we met at Queen Afua's uh, mansion intensive and it was what was it five days it was I want to say three and a half, maybe four days. Four days. We ate raw vegan. We um, did yoga. Cooking it it up for us. She threw down. Threw down. Threw down. down. (laughs) Yes. Um, It was just one of the most healing. I mean, and I just feel like Queen Afua is going to be, I mean, she already is, but like the fact that I've even met her to me is just like bigger than any celebrity. But what it did for me that weekend is because like everybody that was there, I still kind of keep in contact with some type of way. So it was like an anchor, like we found people to hold us accountable and everybody went about their business, but it's always, we could always come back and like, okay. We sat in this house for four days together. Like, I know you. I know what your mission is. Um, I can lean on you. I can support with you. I can laugh with you. And then I'll talk to you in another couple of months and see how you're doing, where you're going. Um, That was big for me. See, I don't keep in contact with anybody but you. So that's crazy. I didn't even know you was, even the girl who, I don't want to put her business out there, but was like. No, 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 no. I don't <laughs> Even her? No. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. We sat at that table and we listened to her story. Was, Everybody was, was like... It was some things that had us looking at the side of our eye that weekend also. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was crazy. That still... Oh my god, that story. Oh my goodness. Anyways. If you ever catch if you ever catch Olivia out on the street, please ask her about this story. <laughs> please. Because still to this day, I'm just like Wow. And, and the fact the funny the it's not funny. The craziest part of that is like I feel like she could still be in a situation like that because she just has that like naive presence around her like jeez bless her heart bless her heart either way um I want you to kind of tell the people what you do I know you're herbalist I know that 
uh, you are in the sexual wellness space, girl. I was looking at your stories like when you first started. I was like, wait, what'd she say? <laughs> she said to do what? <laughs> so, um, I am an herbalist, and majority of my work is focusing on having like consults with people and helping them achieve whatever wellness goal it is. Um, specifically dealing with sexual wellness and like emotional intelligence and. Um, platonic intimacy. Uh, I'm really like mm, infatuated with the human experience. Um, you know, like this herbalism work or just like, you know, our weekend with Queen. Um, it's like everyone is infatuated with spiritualism. My experience has led me to believe that I am of spirit. And it's like, what can you do to change being Black? I can't do anything about that. I'm Black. I'm of spirit. So I think there's like this hyper focus on being something that we already are. And it's like, we're forgetting about the human experience, which is what we're here for. And that starts with sex obviously and it starts with like um chemistry you know connections and things happening in the body and unfortunately we don't really get the information on how to deal with those things it's just straight to fucking excuse me but that's what it is and we don't really know how to navigate that and we end up in a lot of sticky situations situationships because we don't know like what to do with the things that we feel in our body so when I had studied I was traveling with this the school called priestess school, no shade to them. It doesn't exist anymore, but it was all white people. I was the only black one. Didn't feel really that great. That's how I ended up um, sitting at Queen of Fool's feet because I needed to be around people who had similar experiences like me in order for like my, my work to really like um, take root in the community that it was supposed to. And so it's like, okay, if I want to help people experience like all the pleasure that the body has for them, then we need to figure out like what's going on with people's bodies because it's a disconnect somewhere. And that's what led me into um, really de delving into the herbalism. I made some really good teas um, that has benefited people. And that just started off with like, hey, every woman is experiencing some type of pain. Like, <laughs> where's the pleasure in that? Not saying that you can't have pain and pleasure coexist at the same time. Um, so that's how it kind of started. And people were like loving the teas. They were loving like the experiences that I was having in my life. And that kind of like opened up the opportunity for me to share it on a greater level. Honestly, um, I really love it. It's like my jam for sure. Mm -hmm. um, now moving into like uh, pelvic care and pelvic massage and things like that for men and for women, because um, we hold a lot of trauma in that area. Mm -hmm. um, so herbalism took me all the way down to body work and mixing them together is how it came up with Heart of Malele. Nice. And uh, the pelvic area is, I, I talked to someone who works with chakras. That's the, is that the sacral chakra mm -hmm. area? that's where your security your creativity mm -hmm. it all lies in the pelvis so like a lot of women who feel like timid or aren't able to experience pleasure um it's a lot of gener intergenerational trauma that's held there and when we work with the pelvis you can release that and start to experience like more pleasure have more appreciation for for life really in my mm -hmm. experience so what is your advice for the first step to um, loosening up that energy in that area? Um, I would say dance, honestly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would really say movement, 
um, is probably like the best thing that you could do just to start. Just even if it's just hip rotations in a circle, twerking. I mean, honestly, twerking in front of the mirror. I mean, even if a dude was to like just do some some pelvic hip thrust, it really like breaks up a lot of stagnant energy in the body um, and allow it to flow to other places. Mm-hmm. The next thing I would do is say, touch yourself, um, like explore, get a mirror, see what's going on down there. Um, uh, in my experience, a lot of people are really timid in their interpersonal relationships because they don't know themselves. So they're not comfortable with the situation and if you can be a little bit more confident with or aware of what's going on with your own body, it's easier to share with somebody else. Mm-hmm. What is your perspective on masturbation? And when I ask that, I ask that in in the way of a lot of people are like um, spiritually, it's not something you should be doing you shouldn't be touching yourself you should you know what I mean do you hear that stigma I hear that it's not good um a lot of people feel like masturbation in a relationship is cheating um I'm gonna just keep it real with you guys like we're living in 3d reality like people have things going on and it's not always that you and your partner are going to be on the same page but also like I think that we're not understanding the benefit of orgasm um like it really helps your livelihood it gives you the energy it could help you know with your depression or whatever you got going on it can help put you to bed um it's a lot of things that, you know what i'm saying but then also it's like if you're not aware of your own body how are you supposed to guide somebody else i think like i've always said this i really think it's irresponsible to put your pleasure in the hands of somebody else mm. um it, it, it's just because if I don't know how I want to be touched and I'm always mad that you ain't touching me right well who the hell supposed to figure it out mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. <laughs> that don't make no sense mm-hmm. and, and and then also it's like okay now I'm gonna just say this we end up in a lot of situationships because we don't have self-control mm-hmm. um and you start feeling these things in your body and you don't really know like how to relieve yourself or what to do with this energy and so you just hurry up and expel it and spew it all over somebody else well if you're not emotionally together I'm gonna tell you right now you probably shouldn't be dealing with nobody because it's like the sex just intensifies and makes you crazy if Mm -hmm. you don't really have an idea of what's going on with you so just fuck yourself I mean that's easy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think yeah, let me know. <laughs> right. And 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 maybe you can give us a PG-13 version of the types of ways you can learn to explore with yourself. Like I know there's toys um of course, but like what what are some things we can be just just to get us started in like um, proper I- playing i would say stay away from um porn and toys on the off on the offset um simply because it could easily overstimulate you and then um you kind of wire your pleasure that way so if you notice if you use the vibrator i don't know consistently then it's like you realize you got to turn it up a notch almost every time um you need that intensity so it's good to like kind of go in between the two but starting off, I would say use your hands and your imagination and some good lube, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, if it feels weird and awkward that first time, you need to push through that 
without the extra stimulation so that you can become comfortable with yourself and really know your body. Um, because that's the same experience that you'll have um, with a new person or even with your partner sometimes. And it's like, okay, well, this is a little new or things of that nature. I would say a mirror, your hands and like your imagination. Mm, okay. Yeah. So this is, this is a bit personal for me, but when it comes to what you're imagining when you're masturbating, I have mm-hmm. some things that come up that make me uncomfortable that I start to imagine. And I always wonder spiritually if it's okay that I'm imagining those things, whether it's like people that I haven't been with before that I'm like, I'm feeling this way and I'm imagining I'm masturbating to them. Is that okay? Is it not okay? What do you suggest when it comes to what your thoughts are? Maybe you can give us some things to like stay away from if they Mm -hmm. come up or is it okay that they come up? Yeah, so the mind is like really tricky and we're like so easily influenced with all the things that we see every day. Like you don't even know that you're being advertised to like everywhere you go, just driving in your car. So it's no wonder that these like perverted thoughts like seep in. Um, It happens to me too. And it's like, I just have to talk to myself and say, this isn't what I really want. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, yeah, that's a thing, but I actually don't want that. And I just go on to something else. Um, or I'll just pause. I'm like, okay, that's a crazy thought. Let's breathe and then just move on. But then there's also sometimes you have crazy thoughts and it's like, okay, this is actually like exciting and it's turning me on. It's, and it could maybe mean that you don't really want to do it in real life. It's just the idea of it being a possibility or you entertaining it in the moment. And then once you have that that session of masturbation or whatever have you, it's like fleeting. You never even thought about it again. And like I had a I had an experience like this. <laughs> I'm just tell you a quick story. I I tell people this all the time. So I thought that I wanted to be with two men at the same time, specifically twins. Mm. And I was like, oh, this sounds like a good idea. I think you might know them, babe. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, <laughs> this sounds like a good idea. Let me ask. And I mean, he was flattered by it, but he was like, Yeah, me and my brother not doing that. I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't even like, I didn't even really want to do it after I had talked about it. It was just exciting to talk about it. And it was like, oh, okay, well, I don't even really want to do that anyway. So I think that sometimes what happens is that um, we suppress our thoughts because we are ashamed of them or embarrassed by them. And a lot of the times, if you just give yourself space and permission to even see what's going on, you realize that there's nothing even there in the first place. Um, don't be so quick to shame yourself um, just because you thought something that's like really kinky people are into all types of shit I could tell you I promise you they are so I would just give yourself permission to explore it you don't like it you don't like it you don't even got to do it in real life and it's okay what 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 do you think if you have something that keeps popping up that um is trauma what like maybe you've had a sexual experience that wasn't pleasurable at the time but now you find yourself 
craving it, but not in the sense that you want the situation to happen again, but in your own personal play, you're like dealing with it through mm-hmm. that way. Is that normal? Is it not? I, I, okay, so I can't say whether or not it's normal or not. I can say that it does happen and it occurs often. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say that. And I've also had similar experiences. And what I believe is going on in those moments is the brain is trying to rewire the experience so that it's no longer traumatic to you. Then also, there are some times where there are things that you wanted to have happen and it didn't go the way that you expected to. And it then became traumatic. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it's like in those moments, um, you can offer yourself acceptance that it happened and acceptance that, that it, some of those parts you wanted and enjoy and that overall it went bad. Mm. Like it's, it, That's okay. And mm-hmm. so it's like, so let me, let me break it down in, in, in real life. So say me and my partner, I really wanted, you know, I really wanted to be with him, you know, on last night. And I really wanted him to, you know, be a little bit rough and maybe like spank me a little bit. And then the shit went crazy and he started choking me and really slapping me too hard and, you know, pulling my hair and yanking it. And it's like, dang, that might've like triggered me a little bit. And now I'm cocooned. First of all, we have communication. I can say, babe, I didn't really like that. If it's me in real life, um, I'm gonna probably send a text message because verbal communication is a little bit triggering for me at the moment. So I'm gonna send a text like last night. I really wanted that. However, you know, you spanked me a little hard. And when you start choking me, I, you know, I snapped out and then, you know, it, it actually wasn't okay in the end. I didn't like it. And then maybe in two weeks, you might catch me, you know, wanting to get spanked and choked and enjoying it or even fantasizing about it throughout the day. Like, dang, them 30 seconds was real good although it was surrounding a lot of bullshit and that's okay all right guys so i'm sponsoring my own podcast today on this channel we talk about all things health wealth beauty and so what better way to protect everything that you've been working hard towards the healthy eating the working out building your wealth building your beauty if you're not at least going to protect it financially um, back in the day, the men were the breadwinners. So we, when we passed away, there really wasn't much if we weren't married to really be passing down. Now we are bosses. Hello. CEOs. Um, we are actually head of households these days. And so I just want to come and remind you that there's no better time to get your life insurance than who you are today because your health, um, your age, all of those things affect your prices. So if you plan on having kids in the future, if you have kids in the present, if you're protecting your family and you were to pass away today, is everything that you've been building your legacy protected? That's the question. If not, what better way other than working with me and getting your family some life insurance uh i'm the best at what i do number one life insurance agent so definitely let me know i am a broker so i work with the top a-rated companies so i can for sure get you the best deal in the market uh with the best companies uh fastest payouts girl i got you just know i got you all right i like this topic because I feel like no other space you can really come to that's why your work is so important 
I can't think of one other space that you can go to and talk about this stuff in a way that's not like kinky. Like people talk about it and just the pleasure parts, but they're not talking about those inner thoughts that go on that you feel uncomfortable with. You're like, Ooh, like I like this, but I'm not supposed to like this. Or I am touching myself to people who I've never been with that. I don't even know is okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like what is hap because because my thought process when when that's going on is am I subconsciously ruining our relationship by touching myself to them? Like, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah, I understand that. I do understand that. And then that's where you have to like have some self-discipline. Like mm-hmm. that's also a thing. And um, I don't think that that's talked about enough either. So say for instance, again, I'll use my own relationship. So if I was to see, I don't know, some random guy walking down the street and he could potentially look real good. Like there's a real good looking people in the world and I could mm-hmm. see him with my boyfriend or even like I'm 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 queer and I'm open so we could say even if I see a lady walking down the street and you know like oh yeah babe look at her booty and so like when I go to bed I might have a dream about you know this person and that don't mean that I, I that's just the human experience mm-hmm. I mean and I should have the wherewithal to know that I don't actually need to go and have an experience with that person it could just be left in my mind and that's it it's not necessary for me to physically divulge in that. And then uh, the the hope is that, you know, once you have enough experience and enough emotional maturity, that those things actually won't even be, mm, they'll be fleeting. It's like, oh, I can see this person and not need to fantasize about them because the, the security that I have within myself, um, you know, the things that are going on in my life are substantial enough to where I don't have to wonder about other things. Mm-hmm. And also, if it happens, it's okay. What do you think happens energetically, if anything happens, in your opinion, when you're doing it to maybe somebody that you're seeing on the regular basis? But now you're like talking a, about magic. <laughs> yes, I know. Like, but but not that you're trying to even create sex magic. Like I've read about sex magic, but like you're just maybe like um, a mentor, uh, a teacher, or like okay, a, a friend of close guy friend <clears throat> that is in a relationship that you know that you know you can't but you you tend to like can't help when you're in those moments of play by yourself to even when you're trying to because when you're in those moments of play you're for me <laughs> how I see it is like I'm going through a catalog of ideas like what's gonna be the topic for today if if it's really like um how could I say not if if you start to view it as problematic or if it's like a really a recurring thing for you um one thing that I really really like to do and it is a, a bit of sex magic um you could tweak it into you know a lot of different things but specifically for this what I would start to do is I would start to detach from the person 
that it is that you're attracted to and that you're fantasizing about all the time and all these things. And I would start to attach to the characteristics of that person, um, what it is that you like about them, the energy of them. And I would start to play with that. And so it becomes this faceless being that you're involved with. So that way it's not like um, all of this taboo around the fact that in my mind, I was just getting down with your man last night. Right. You know, that is a little, it don't feel good. It is, yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. this, this moral thing that starts to come into play. So when you are conscious of that, then you attach, detach from the person and start to do the energy. And that's the same as if like you wanted to, whatever it is you wanted to attract, sex magic is real. And pleasure is an energy of creativity that moves faster than the speed of light. You feel me? Like as soon as you have the thought, you know, you could already start to either be, um, getting hard or getting moist, whatever, you know, genitalia you have, it runs that fast. So, um, say for instance, it's like you want to attract this thing, um, whatever you want to manifest this thing in your life. What's the energy of it? What's the quality of it? Um, and when you start to feel those things and mix it with your pleasure, it's like you're bringing um, the essence of that to you. Mm, I love that. I love that. I love that. I thank you. Thank you. That was for me. That was for me, y'all. A little selfish, but I hope it helps somebody else. <laughs> I needed that. Okay. Like I really wanted to create a community where things that I haven't been able to talk about, um, mm-hmm. I can talk about it with people that want to talk to me about it too. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel like we need these conversations so much more, and I think it would make porn so different if we were having these conversations more often because it wouldn't be it just would be so so much more of a healthier space mm. porn is it, definitely entertainment it's not even for educational purposes it's right realistic people and unrealistic situations doing unrealistic things mm-hmm. um, it just happens to look good which is why you know like if you're watching a scene and you're able to get off to it immediately thereafter it's kind of like eh, you know you could turn this off right now because it's not real mm-hmm. and it literally is like right now like like now. like <laughs> this is weird turn it off delete it <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. I've always wondered why I felt that way afterwards. I didn't know what it was, but it would be like immediately after, like, I don't even like that. I watched that. Like, yeah. even though it, it, it did what it needed to do. It wasn't ever it's satisfying. Exactly. It wasn't right. satisfying. Right. It was just like, it, it started creating when I do watch it and it's very rare now um it's like uncomfortable at the end and that's why it's became this thing where it's like I don't even want to even yeah because it's like it's like it's not it feels so unhealthy it feels wrong um so yeah yeah what do you think um what give me something you want to share um if it's on this topic or something else about sexual wellness um when it pertains to self-love yeah sexual wellness as it pertains to self-love I will tell you that um the more you know yourself the more you take care of yourself 
Um, and I don't say not just being aware. We're not just being aware for the fuck of it. I don't want to know that um, I'm allergic to peanuts just to be allergic to peanuts. You know what I'm saying? I want to know that I'm allergic to peanuts so that I could supplement my diet and not eat peanuts um, and go around and find other things to enrich myself with. So um, when you learn yourself, you want to compensate accordingly. And I can say definitely the more that you do that, the more you'll be able to experience other types of pleasure beyond just um, sexual intercourse. It will enhance um, your non-physical intimacy. It will enhance like your appreciation for nature. Um, I really feel like the more that you turn into yourself, um, the more your capacity for pleasure really expands. Um, it'll enrich your platonic relationships. Um, you'll you'll be able to love your friends at a greater capacity, receive love in a greater capacity. And um, I'm really I'm really steadfast on that. Like, mm-hmm. if it don't work for me, I is I, I I'm not gonna be able to participate because it's going to diminish the amount of pleasure I'm able to experience in my life. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And pleasure doesn't have to all be bad. I think that pleasure has a stigma on it. And it's like, you know, if you're divulging in pleasure that is at some point um, bad or or that is too much abundance of pleasure. And I don't necessarily believe that because pleasure shouldn't be causing harm to someone else. It's just for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I can experience that with you and we could co-create pleasure together, but it's not a harmful thing. Um and it's a lot of it. There's an abundance of pleasure. You can find it in all the things. So, mm, I love that. Um, this Zoom is wrapping up. So give me a last word of anything you want to speak about. Something yeah, that's been I'll- on your mind heavy. Something. Mm-hmm. Something that's been on my mind heavy is... Um, just authenticity it's okay to be yourself um and if you're not able to be yourself then I think that it's time to start to um, find a different community to express yourself in Mm. uh it it is really unfortunate to live an existence where you have to wonder what if you could have done something or what if you could have been somebody um just be you out loud I mean we're all gonna die one day um so don't let that be or not you know live your life it's yours and live it with a lot of pleasure that's really my claim to fame right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. give us um a herbalist tip a herbalist tip a herbalist tip <laughs> yeah. a herbalist tip i would say mm, a herbalist tip maybe a recipe Maybe something you see oh, you know what? a lot of women dealing with right now. I will say what I am noticing is a big trend is diet, 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 and all these dietary fads. And what I can say is that you can do your body so much more just by eating um, healthy fats. Um, fats are actually good for you. Um, reducing sugar, caffeine is not bad. A lot of times we want to take things from our diet when really we need to be giving our body more things so that it'll operate optimally. Um, So say for instance, you want to do a liver cleanse and you start to just focus only on your liver. However, if you took a holistic approach to supplementing your whole body, then your liver is automatically going to fall in suit because the whole organism is working according Mm. to its best. 
Um, so that's what I see a lot with my clients is they want me to give them some specific thing to detox, detox, detox. And I'm like, actually, we need to supplement, supplement, supplement and give you more of these things, you know, eat only beef or go have some uh, freeze dried liver. It sounds crazy, but what's happening is, is that like our food is actually stripping our body of the nutrient nutrients and minerals that it needs um, and we need to put it back. So when I start with a client, it's always going to be, I can give you the herbs and I will. We'll figure that portion out. But also, what are you eating and eat more good things? Mm, what are some healthy fats? Um, well, you know, I was vegan for almost five years. And um, in my experience from my research, I also have, I have been sick, autoimmune conditions and all these things, um, which is why I went vegan. In my research, what I'm finding is that um, beef is actually really good for you. Um, I thrive best when I eat beef and vegetables only. Um, yeah, if you're not able to stomach that at the moment, it's more than likely because you have not had a diet that is allowing the appropriate amount of acid in your body. Uh, Everybody is so hungo on alkaline, 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 nothing can survive in the alkaline body. Guess what? Neither can your body. Um, your body is acidic by nature. Um, and so a lot of the issues that people are experiencing is because of the lack of acid in the body. And um, I would probably eat beef. It's the only bioavailable way to get vitamin K and some other things. Um, and bioavailable means that your body can readily use it. Wow. You're eating so many plant materials, so much plant material, um, not realizing that plant have their own defenses and they release things in our body that are actually working against us. Um, like I said, I did a whole lot of, a whole lot of studying on it. And, um, I did have a, a senior herbalist that I work with as well. Um, but yeah, I would say that makes me happy because I love me a good steakhouse and I'd be feeling guilty. Like I'd be hearing queen's voice, like don't eat it. I'd be like, queen, I just want (laughs) to (laughs) stay. Yeah. Yeah. I did have to go back to eating meat. And I actually just recently, maybe like a week or two weeks ago, had eggs and cheese for the first time in almost 10 years. And, um, my skin is better. Um, my body moves better. Um, I look more toned and not just like, you know, like just round and just soft. You know I, mean? I love that. That ma- that just made my day. Yeah. That just made my day. Okay. So how can the people get in contact with you um, if they want to get some herbs or just some advice on their sexual yeah. wellness? Yeah. So right now, um, Heart of Malele is very, uh, we'll call it exclusive. So you can find us on Facebook, The Lover's Gang um, is where the community is. If you just type it in, The Lover's Gang, um, ask to be accepted and I'll bring you in. It's a super safe community where we're able to have conversations like this, judgment-free. And I'm really super intent on it being a safe space. So I will kick you out. (laughs) And then you can also find the Heart of Malele uh, page on Facebook. And then you can email me at heartofmalele at gmail.com. Can you spell Um, the Heart of Malele? Yeah, it's heart, H-E-A-R-T, of, Emilele is M-I-L-E-L-E, and that's Swahili for eternity. Um, So we're just trying to leave something here that's going to stick around. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for this. Uh, It was such a great conversation. I think so many people are going to get so much value from this. 
Um, and I can't wait to watch your community grow. I'm getting on Facebook right now to go join the lovers gang because I want to be in this. I want to hear what y'all talking about. So, um, yes, thank you so much. And we're out. We're done. Bye.